Chapter 2 The sound of metal on metal brings to an end the sweet dreams of the incarcerated men. Prison is never a place that one gets used to. Prison, the place that confines men who are perceived to be out of control into a space where they have no control. No choices, no freedom, no space for privacy. Prison leaves people with no choice but to live in their mind. Mulatlehi has learned how to do that. Surviving prison for more than a decade required that he conquered his mind. He learned to own the routine thrust upon him by the prison warders. From the early morning noise that wakes them up to the mandatory cold shower, bland breakfast, and completion of chores, Mulatlehi has seen it, done it, and has the t-shirt. Mulatlehi has lived with an optimism in his spirit because the possibilities of parole drew near. Today's lawyer is coming to give him an update on the process to get him parole. Mulatlehi has watched numerous people receive parole and end up returning to prison. They found life outside of prison too unfamiliar, too uncomfortable, and out of touch of the world they found after decades spent separate from it. Munatlehi learned to sign up for all the correctional services offered to make sure that he becomes the ideal candidate for parole. Munatlehi, your lawyer has arrived for your appointment. Let's go, instructs prison warder Malulek. She and Munatlehi have known each other for a couple of years and grew a familiarity that put them on a first-name basis. Ah, Gyaleboha Maluleke, replies an excited Munatlehi as he dusts himself, ensuring that he looks neat and tidy. How do I look, Malulek? Asks a curious Mulatlik. Yeah, no, you're fine. Is this meeting serious or what? Asks Warder Malulek. Didn't I tell you? My lawyer will give me an update about my parole. Something tells me that my lawyer will give me good news today, replies Mulatlik. Remember, Mulatlech, I've been on leave. I must admit that this place won't be the same if you get parole. But let us not get your hopes up too soon, cautions Warder Maluleg, as she takes Mulatlechi to his lawyer. She gives him and his lawyer the privacy they need. Good afternoon, Mulatlechi, greets Pearl Kuzwayo, Mulatlechi's lawyer. Hello, Pearl, replies Mulatlechi as he shakes her hand. He couldn't take his eyes off the strange in the room with Pearl. Hello, and you are? Mulatlehi asks the stranger. Oh, oh yes, oh yes, sorry about that. Mulatlehi, please meet Liko, the activist. She's someone who'll help us with something important. I'll, I'll explain later. Sit down, Mulatlehi, tell me. How are you? Asks the concerned Pearl. Uh, you know the answer to that question. It's always good to see you, Pearl. I always look forward to our conversations. And today, today is special because we get to talk about my upcoming parole hearing. I hope you brought good news. Pearl didn't respond immediately to Mulatlik. His smile turned into a frown as he saw Pearl contemplating how to let him down easily. Pearl? Pearl King? Mo, 
we can't move forward until they track down the victims. In this case, your family and relatives. Without the victim's input regarding a parole, a success parole hearing is, is unlikely. Pearl couldn't look Mulatleri in the eyes. She hates to be the person who extinguishes the fire in his eyes. But I've given you their last known addresses. What happened? Were they not there? Asked Mulatleri, trying his best to not become despondent. The private investigator we sent there didn't find them. The people he found there couldn't recall anyone that fit the profile. It was a dead end, Mo. That's not possible. I grew up there, Pearl. The addresses I gave you are correct. Fourteen years is a long time, Mo. It's, it's, it's possible that the people who live there currently were never there before you were arrested. I, I did try to warn you about getting your hopes up. So you want to say I told you so? No, Mo. No, no. I wanted to be wrong. I desperately wanted this to be true for you. I've worked with you for six years. I've, I've never met a more deserving person to get back to society and regain their life. You're an innocent man that has paid a high cost for an unjust case. I'm desperate for your nightmare to end, Mo. Please, please believe me. Pearl speaks from the heart because Mulatlehi's story became her story. Try as she might, she couldn't wish him out of prison. Parole was the last move available to her and him. I'm sorry, Pearl. I, I know. I know you care about me. I appreciate you. I just feel like the odds continue to stack up against me. I'm going to be stuck here until I complete my sentence. Mulatlehi's demeanor did a 180. From being optimistic to becoming hopeless. He resigns himself to the reality that prison will remain a home for him. Prison warder Maluleka comes in to let them know that the time was up. Warder, can, can I have one more minute, please? Asked Pearl. Rules are rules. You always want extra time when a lawyer appeal. Hmm? Whatever you need to say to him, you will have to say it while I'm here. Make it quick, says an adamant warder Maluleka. You're infringing on my client's rights, Warder Maluleke, says Pearl, doing her best to sound forceful but respectful. You are losing time by trying to argue with me. You, your minute will finish very quickly, replies Warder Maluleke. It was clear that the two ladies were not going to give in to each other's stubborn demands. Liquor the activist decides to speak up. Um, seeing that there is little time left, let me cut to the chase. My name is Liquor the Activist. I run a company that uses modern digital technology to track down people. When Paul told me about your story and how things could turn out badly if your victims are not found, it broke me. Paul believes that you're a good man. I believe her. So... I'm saying all of this to inform you that we are busy using all our resources to find your family, specifically your daughter. If I understand your story well, if we find her, we find all the victims involved in your case. And then freedom will be yours. Um, th th thank you, Likomo. Um, we can't use her services without your go-ahead. I, I know that you've been trying to write to your daughter, but there's never been a reply. Maybe it's because they're dress was wrong 
And if that is the case, maybe you might not want your child to hear from you like this. Almost 14 years later. I'm confused. All those letters I sent them out. They've never returned. I've thought that she doesn't want to see me or know me. Meanwhile, they may never have reached her. Mulatlehe is completely lost for words. Mm, this is a bad idea. No child should be used like this. Mulatlehe, don't do this. If your child is enjoying their life without you, it is better to leave things the way they are, says Wada Malulege. She looks increasingly uncomfortable. In any case, your time is up. Mulatlehe, stand up. You know, Mo, the PI asked the people at the address you gave us what they did with all the letters you've been sending to your daughter. They said they have never received a letter. He checked the local post office and they've never received letters addressed to that address with a prison return address. I think Wada Maluleka has some explaining to do, says Pearl. This time with the courage to look the water right in her eyes. Like I said, time is up. Asambe! Commands an angry Maluleg. She pulls Mulatlehi off his chair and pushes him towards the door. Mulatlehi makes a quick request before he is pushed out the door. Pearl, you can go ahead and find my family.